Hey y'all, welcome to the Lead Her Ship podcast. I'm Brittany Howard, a mama of six and top leader of a multi-million dollar team, and I love to talk about leadership topics that maximize our impact in our homes, relationships, and in the marketplace as we endeavor to juggle all of our responsibilities well. This podcast is for Christian mamas who either are leaders in network marketing or who aspire to be. I have coached a lot of people to the six-figure level and beyond, and I'm going to share with you here what I share with my team that has helped us build this business with a long-term focus in mind and have very meaningful relationships throughout the journey. We're going to dive into the emotions and thoughts that come with building a business. We're going to deal with relationship dynamics that come with leading a team, especially when your team happens to be your actual friends. We're going to discuss ways to help your team catch the bigger vision with you and how to coach them to success. And we're going to do it all through a biblical lens. Hello and welcome back. Last week we talked about how to troubleshoot someone's lack of results in the recruiting department, even though they are taking consistent action and consistently doing income-producing activities. And I shared with you how to read through some of their conversations that they have going with prospects and what to look for, how to give them feedback, and how to help them improve on this skill set. And this week, I want to continue that discussion, except for we're going to take a different approach this week. One other thing that I think you can do to help someone get unstuck and get better results in the recruiting department is to do a social media audit for them. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And before we jump in, just want to remind you that you might want to have your coaching your team through the four pillars flow chart handy to reference as we are going through this today. And if you are already subscribed to my email list, then you should already have it in your inbox. But if you have not subscribed yet, click the link in the show notes to get your hands on that. Okay, so we talked about how when someone is taking consistent action, but they're not getting results, then the issue is either going to be they need to improve in their skill set or they need to improve their level of influence. And so let me remind you that sometimes those things are intertwined. And when you improve one, you also improve the other. And that definitely applies to your social media presence because if you are skilled at marketing yourself on social media, you are going to increase your level of influence, and therefore increase the results you get with whatever you're selling, whether that's your products or your opportunity. So first, let's talk about when to do a social media audit for someone on your team, and then we'll talk about how. When somebody first joins, I definitely want to empower them to make their first post, and I will do that by showing them several examples of some good ones that they can use for inspo or get some ideas of what a good first post would be. And then I'm also going to tell them several people to follow on social media that are in my company that I think do a good job of posting and marketing about our products and opportunity. 
and I'm going to strategically choose two or three people that I know they would relate to and respect who are also very successful because I want them to believe that they can do it. So I want them to see several examples of people just like them who are doing this and being very successful at it. And also, if they have joined me from social media, then they have already been seeing my posts. Now, when somebody first starts, I am not in any way making a big deal out of social media, and I in no way try to make someone believe that they have to use social media in order to be successful. Because Network marketing has been around much longer than social media has, and it's not the only way for somebody to get people to join them. However, it is a really good tool to use because lots of people are on social media, and you can say something one time and hundreds or thousands of people will see it, and so it definitely expands your reach outside of your geographic location. And also, even if this person doesn't love social media and they don't like to use it to build their business because they'd rather do face-to-face things or whatever, they likely are going to have team members who do want to use social media. So I keep that in the back of my mind Because I know that at some point it is an objection I'm likely going to have to overcome with them. But I'm not doing that in the beginning. It's just not that important in the beginning. The most important thing in the very beginning is that they get into activity. I will leave it up to them if they want to throw a first post up or not. But my goal is to get them talking to people about the products and about the opportunity. And I will explain to them the benefits of putting a post up because, like I said, lots of people are going to see it and that could help them get some conversations going. So even if I do have someone post when they first join, I am clarifying that the purpose of the post is lead generation. It's to get conversations going. It's not sales. Because I don't want people thinking that, oh, this is a post and pray business. I'm just going to throw these posts up every day and people are going to come beating down my door for what I'm offering. That's just not how it works. Not for most people. So I'm going to try to get them talking to people. I'm going to ask them who they know that could benefit from the products. Who do they know who'd be great at this opportunity? And I want them to get conversations going. So if they want to post, I'm going to empower them to do it well and equip them. But I'm not going to start having them watch training videos about how to effectively post on social media. Not until later. After they've hit that first rank and I'm casting vision about the next steps, the next goal, and the next rank, if they are wanting to work toward that, then of course I'm going to offer social media as a great tool to leverage their reach and get conversations going. I'm always going to be planting those seeds about social media. Some people love social media and you don't have to try to talk them into posting But some people have an aversion to it. And so, I again, I am meeting that person where they are at. And I do want them to post at some point. But I'm definitely not making it sound like it is a requirement. Requirement meaning if you don't do this, you can't be successful. Because I don't believe that. Now, most people, this is really not an issue at all. Because most people join from social media. 
right? And so they have already been watching and they know how it works. And if they are interested in making money, most of the time they will post. And most of the time they will show interest in being able to do a good job with their social media presence. Now in our team page, we have training videos organized in the guides section. And so for a new person, I will for sure make them aware of the guides and I'm encouraging them to do what it takes to learn the skills. I've already casted vision and I don't want to overwhelm them with training videos. I generally start them with one video that is pretty comprehensive. It's a getting started video that tells them everything they would need to know to get their business up and running that day if they wanted to. And after that, I'm plugging them into the guides. I show them where the guides are at and they can kind of scroll through there and see the topics because the videos are organized by category, like how to recruit, how to increase retention, how to effectively post on social media, how to create business builders. So the guides are organized. So when do I offer to do a social media audit? Well, as soon as I recognize that it's necessary. And when it would be necessary is if I see them attempting to grow their business using social media, but they are not getting results, or they might be getting results right this second just because they already came into this with a little bit of influence or a large warm market or whatever the case may be. But I can see, you know, six months down the road, once they run out of warm market or whatever, then what they are currently doing is probably not going to continue to work. And so I want to set them up for success and be proactive about it. So when I notice someone is going to use social media to grow their business, I naturally want to scope out their page and see what they currently have on there. And I know what to look for when I am looking at so somebody's social media presence because I have successfully built my business using social media. And that was just born out of necessity because I had five kids that I was homeschooling when I started this and no network. And so I leaving my house and going out and meeting new people all the time, that just wasn't really an option for me. And so it was a necessity that I learned the skill of how to use this, use social media to grow my business. Almost all of the people who have ordered from me or joined me and started working the business with me are people that I did not know before I started my network marketing business, and they have come from social media. So when am I going to do a social media audit? As soon as I recognize that this person wants to use social media to grow their business and slash or if they are using social media to grow their business and they're coming to me saying, I feel stuck. I'm doing all of the income producing activity, but no one's joining me. I'm not getting results. So here's what I know about income producing activity. If you're using social media to do your income producing activity, you have to have a solid social media presence 
in order for your income producing activity to even be effective. Now, like I said, when you are posting on social media, whether in your feed or in your stories, the purpose is marketing and lead generation. Most of the time, you shouldn't be selling on social media. It's fine to do that sometimes, but that's not the primary purpose. So if someone is using the private messages to start conversations with people about their products or opportunity, then they better be in their very warm market and they need to have some influence with them in order for that to be effective. Because if you get a private message from somebody, especially somebody that you don't really know that well, what's the very first thing you go and do? You click on their profile, right? You scope them out. Who is this person and what are they about? So if you were to go to a person's profile and you like what they see, then you might engage in a conversation with them and at best may eventually become their customer. But if you go to their profile and you don't really connect there or resonate with any of their content or connect with any of their values or, or you can't even tell who this person is and what they're about, then you're probably just going to ignore the message, right? So if somebody wants to use social media as a tool to grow their business, there is a right way and an effective way to do it. And there are ways to do it that are ineffective or ways to do it that may be effective in the short term, but they're not sustainable and they won't be effective for the long term. So if someone is telling me that they feel stuck with recruiting, then I am going to ask to see some of their conversations, but I am also going to offer at that point to do a social media audit if I have not already done it because I've already just noticed before they've come to me that um, they are trying to grow their business using social media, but it's not going to be very effective. So those are the times when I would bring up this social media conversation. And the way that I bring it up is I would just say, hey, Susie. So one of the things that my team has found to be very helpful is when I have offered to do a social media audit for them and just give them some feedback on how they can build their personal brand and market themselves in a way that is very effective in the way that the most successful people in this company do it. Is that something that you would find helpful or beneficial? Would you like me to do that for you? Most of the time, people are like, yes, please help me learn how to do this, especially if they're already putting effort in. They want it to be effective, right? Um, Nobody's ever answered no when I've offered this. Sometimes people will kind of sheepishly respond with, sure, go right ahead, but they never say no because... I think people do want to be effective at the work that they are doing. So when I go to someone's social media feed, I am asking myself as I look through their content, if I was not this person's family member or close friend, would I want to continue to follow them? Is it clear who this person is, what they value, what they stand for, and how they live? And are they intentionally adding value to their audience? 
So the first thing that I want to teach people is that they need to pick three to five content pillars, three to five things that they could, if they were with their best friend, they could talk about these three to five things for hours and hours and never get tired of talking about it. And then they need to post about those three to five things consistently because their audience needs to know what to expect from them. So that is a personal brand. And a personal brand is basically like a one or two liner that someone would use to describe you if you were not around. Like, oh, you know, Katie, she's a baseball mom. She rides horses. Or Michelle, you know, she's a homeschool mom and her kids are so talented. Or Christina, she's super into fitness and she's always posting workout videos and nutrition hacks. Or Brittany. She's always talking about books. What a nerd. I'm totally kidding. Okay, but seriously, when somebody goes to this person's feed, would they be able to describe like what type of life this person lives and what is important to this person and what this person values? If not, then this is where I would explain to the person how to build a personal brand because what they need to know is they may think that they are selling health supplements or whatever, but what they're actually selling, especially when it comes to the business opportunity, what you're selling is yourself. And the content has to communicate and build a like, know, and trust factor. You don't have to be an expert on anything. What's most important is that you are relatable. And you can't be relatable if nobody even knows what kind of life you live or what is important to you. So if I can't even really tell who this person is just by looking at their feed, then the first place I would start is help them develop a personal brand. Help them brainstorm on those three to five content pillars. And you know what I find is that a lot of people don't really know the answer to this question. When I'm asking them what are three to five things that they could talk about and not get tired of talking about, a lot of people just, they're not that self-aware. They assume that their life is boring or uninteresting or would be uninteresting to other people. But I overcome those objections by letting them know that the most important thing people are looking for is relatability. Can I relate to this person? As a matter of fact, I went and asked a large group of my team members the other day, when you decide to follow someone on social media or accept a friend request or whatever from someone that is not your family member or friend, somebody that you don't know, what is it that makes you decide to follow along? And the one thing that I saw overlap, although they have a broad spectrum of answers, this word overlapped in so many of the responses. Relatable, relatable, relatable. What people are looking for on social media is connection. Most of the time, they are looking for connection. That is why they are on social media. We are social creatures. God wired us to want to connect with other human beings. So you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have some extraordinary, incredible life that you think is going to draw people in. You simply have to be relatable. 
So I would try to help this person grow a little bit in self-awareness. I would ask them questions like the one I've already mentioned about if you were with your best friend, what are three to five things you could talk about for hours and never get tired of talking about it? Ask them what their non-negotiables are in this business because everyone has non-negotiables. I want to know this from my business builders because I want them to have a life of freedom. Freedom is one of my core values. And so to me, you could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have freedom, you really have nothing. And that's my personal opinion. So when I'm trying to help somebody be successful at this business, that kind of bleeds into things that I, the way that I lead. And I want this person to experience freedom. And so in order for them to experience freedom, I need to know their definition of freedom. What are your non-negotiables? If you had a million dollars, it wouldn't matter if you had to give up fill in the blank. What would you never be willing to give up no matter how successful you became at this? And so if knowing what their non-negotiables are is a clue to what they value the most. And then once you help them identify what they value, then you can help them identify some of those content pillars that they could consistently post about and then post about them in a way that people can tell what they value. And another thing that you can ask them is what are your core values? A lot of people don't know what their core values are. So you can literally go and Google list of 100 core values and just get find a list of 100 words of core values and have them narrow it down to five words on that list and then show them examples of and brainstorm with them like on a few ways that they could incorporate and communicate those core values into their posts that they write because it's just important for people, their audience, to know who they are and what they value so that they can determine if they relate to this person or if they don't. And so that your team member will attract the right people for them. It is important that people are posting about their lifestyle because that does show what you value. Um, you can tell so much about what a person's values if you were to evaluate how the person spends their time and how they spend their money. So what type of lifestyle is this person living? What do they value? How? What do they do for fun? How do they spend their time? What is so important to them that they're willing to spend hard-earned dollars on it? For some people, that would be fun and memories. For others, it might be education or food that is high quality. For some people, it could be fashionable clothing. And there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just a matter of you helping this person determine their own personal brand, who they are, what they value, what's important to them, and how does that reflect into their lifestyle, and how can they communicate this to their audience so that when someone goes to their profile and scopes them out, can they tell enough about this person to determine, yes, I relate, or no, I do not? Because that is likely going to be the determining factor in whether or not this prospect decides to respond to a private message from your team member or not respond. 
Another thing that people often find helpful is when you point out to them what their current audience already likes to see and just scroll their feed with them for a few minutes and just determine what types of posts get the most engagement and what types of posts get the least amount of engagement. And while also keeping in mind that any post about your product or your opportunity, your business in general, is going to just naturally get less engagement. So I'm not talking about your business posts, anything having to do with your business. I'm talking about any non-business post has nothing to do with your post, I mean, your business whatsoever. Out of those posts, what gets the most engagement? What does this person's audience like to see? See if you can find some common threads between several of their posts that get the most engagement. Another thing that I would be looking for on my team member's profile is aesthetics. So I know to some people that may sound shallow, but the fact of the matter is we live in a very um, image-conscious world, especially on social media, people are naturally going to be drawn to things that are aesthetically pleasing. And it's not hard to make something beautiful. And I'm not saying that life has to be picture perfect all of the time, or that you can't ever show vulnerability or what real life is like, none of those things. But it is a fact that if something looks aesthetically pleasing, it is going to get more engagement than something that is not. Sometimes aesthetics can be something as simple as lighting and a clear picture versus a blurry image. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So what one person finds beautiful, the next person may not think that it's beautiful, and that is okay. The point here is that you can help your team member define what beauty is for them. Have them point out a post from someone else that they follow and respect and they enjoy consuming this person's content. What is it about this person's images that draws them in? Because it is a fact, it is a proven fact that on social media when someone is scrolling, it's going to be the image that stops the scroll first and then they will read the caption. So have your team member identify from someone that they enjoy following what is it about the person's images that stopped their scroll. And earlier I mentioned that when I go to my team member's feed, I am asking myself, is this person intentionally adding value? And there are lots of different ways to add value to your audience, but a few of them would be posting things that are inspirational, posting things that are entertaining and make people smile or laugh, posting things that are educational, posting things that are useful, like tips and hacks, or just useful info, ideas, and things like that. And on the flip side of that, if I notice a pattern in their content of subtracting value, then I would likely want them to be aware of that too, because that will hurt their influence if they're subtracting value, and that would hurt their results. And again, this is not about what I want for them. This is about what they want 
for them. And if I have taken the time as a leader to connect with their why and call out their potential and the qualities that I see in them that make me think they could be successful at this and I know what they value and I know what they want and I know what their goals are, then I will be able to communicate this in a way that challenges them to grow and change their behavior and it would be received in love. So subtracting types of content would be negativity, definitely any kind of complaining, because who likes to read posts with people complaining, especially if it's a pattern of complaining. I mean, we all have complaints every once in a while, but definitely would look for patterns. I wouldn't call out you know, just like a one-off instance because everybody has a bad day every once in a while, right? But I would look for patterns. And if complaining is a pattern, I would definitely point that out. Another thing that subtracts value from someone's audience is constantly and only selling in the content without adding any value back to their audience, So again, I would remind them that the goal here is to create content that if someone is not your close friend or family member, they have a reason to follow along. If you're only selling and you're not adding any value, then you're going to get unfollowed or unfriended. So I would say there definitely needs to be a healthy balance in the ratio of content that adds value versus subtracts or sells. Now, once I have identified what they need to work on in regards to their social media, the way I help them move forward and learn the skill is by coaching them through it. And since coaching is simply just asking questions and listening and helping the person come to their own conclusions, then I'm not trying to just give them a list of 10 things that they're doing wrong so that they feel insulted or I hurt their feelings or discourage their efforts. I mean, that obviously is not the goal. The goal here is to empower them. So I've already given a lot of coaching questions on today's episode to help them think through their content and come up with their pillars and increase in self-awareness and determine their values and help them brainstorm on ways they can incorporate all of that. But I also want to help them learn these concepts and solidify these things in their minds by giving them solid examples of people who are doing this well and effectively. So I would probably ask them, who do they like to follow? And then we would both go and look that person up. And then I would just ask them to identify why they like to follow this person. What is it about this person's content that draws them in? And we have already talked about the aesthetic side of this or the images, but this is more content related. What is it about this person that makes them want to follow? And I would have them pull up specific posts and analyze those with them. 
So like, okay, so this post right here, it got fantastic engagement. Why do you think that is? What is it about this post that made people click the like button or made people drop a comment and it got such great engagement on it? What is it that drew people in or made them want to engage here? And I would have them go to two or three different people's feed and identify different things that caused them to want to follow along. And then we would go back to my team members' feed, whom I am auditing, and I would have them scroll through their feed, and then I would ask them, okay, so the things that you identified on the people's feed that you like to follow, how can you incorporate some of those things into your own posts to increase your own engagement and the value that you are adding to your audience? So everything that I have described to you today is how to coach someone on their social media, but they also need actual training. So at this point, I likely would have them leave with some homework, which would probably consist of my favorite social media training video that I would send to them and have them watch. And as with last week, you want to give them just one resource, maximum of two, that they can do for homework because the goal here is not to overwhelm and it's also not to get people in consumption mode. We want people to have a habit of learning and mastering the skills, but we also want them to have a habit of taking action and implementing, right? So one maximum of two resources to send them for training to reiterate the coaching that you guys have done today and just help them master the skills. Even if they watch the training, though, don't expect them to master it right away. This is why coaching is valuable because what you cannot get from a training video is feedback. So somebody could watch a training video and go take action and implement, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they are applying it exactly how it was taught or that they fully understand how to do it correctly or effectively. And so coaching allows them to receive feedback on the action that they are taking. Okay, guys, hopefully this was helpful to you in learning how to audit your team members' social media content so that they get the results that they want. And next week, we are going to talk about what to do when the reason why they're not consistently recruiting is because they lack influence. See you next week. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Be sure to check out my website, BrittanyHoward.com, for more content on the blog. And if this was at all valuable to you today, could you do me a favor and share it? Don't forget to tag me. Talk to you soon.